Good evening and welcome to another episode of the San Antonio Soccer Roundtable. We've got a special guest with us here this evening. We were just talking about uh, soccer balls and UPSL logos. So we'll be getting into uh, some UPSL news, obviously, and uh, exciting announcement here from uh, Coach Rex Rote. And uh, I've got an exciting announcement as well, so we'll see who's got the bigger news this evening. So uh, y'all will want to stay tuned. But Todd, Harry, Gordino, good having you guys back, man. How's everybody doing this evening? Starting with you, Harry. Uh, I'm here. <laughs> did you did you lock your phone last night? I saw some comments, and then it was like crickets for about a good seven or eight hours. Was that? It, it, it was. I said what I had to say. <laughs> And then the, the wife took the phone away. Is, you know, if SAFC doesn't make the playoffs, still come out and support the team because the players deserve, you know, regardless of the results, they deserve a full stadium. And I think that was a pretty good closing shot for the night. And, you know, not much, there's really not a lot to say about the game. You know, I know we're going to discuss it and rehash, you know, something that we've talked about all year. And, you know, it's, it is what it is, right? It is what it is. That's one way to put it. What about you, Jose? How are you doing this evening? I'm doing good, man. Um, a lot of soccer action in San Antonio been happening in around the area. So uh, don't be bummed out too much. There's other stuff to watch. So more options. That's very true. Finally, uh, the rain let up a little bit. We got some soccer in here in San Antonio. But Todd, how are you doing this evening? Sacramento locked up the fifth uh, playoff spot in the West, so only three more open. Four, five teams trying to get to it. Gotta love end of the season drama. Yeah, and we're gonna get into uh, what exactly the chances are. We've got our uh, statistician here, uh, Gordino85, who's got all the numbers. He's been crunching them all day in front of a big white chalkboard. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, a beautiful mind style, just writing everything yeah. down. But uh, let's get into some uh, UPSL news, Coach Rex. Wrote, you're off to a hot start this season, and I know we've kind of been trying to at least mention how you guys are doing. Y'all have had a couple matches and, and six points so far. Is that correct? Yes, that is correct. Hey, thank you for having me on. Good evening, guys. And it's nice uh, to be here. And uh, I didn't know Gordino85 had a beautiful mind. He's doing all these numbers. <laughs> <laughs> He's not all beauty. Time. He's brains, too. That's why yeah. we keep him around. So, yeah, as you were saying, uh, yeah, we're, we're off to a good start. It's uh, something new for us, you know, knowing uh, what, what happened last season. Um, had a great uh, home game, picked up the three points, head over to uh, to uh, Houston and, and, and played a very, very, as you know, uh, Athletic Katie is, 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 is a tremendous talented team, uh, defending champions from spring, and, and we had a very good game against them. Our boys uh, clicked nicely that game. Um, a lot of stuff that we've been working on in practice. Um, it just started to, to, to click and flow and, and it was just beautiful to watch. So, um, you know, I mean, uh, it's, 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 it's great to have the six points. You know, we, fortunately we couldn't play last night, got, uh, um, canceled due to the weather, but uh, who knows, we probably could have picked up another three or, or maybe, you know, come home with, uh, with, uh, uh, losing. So who knows? Well, you did get a chance to uh, go out and see some soccer last night, though. You were telling us that you went out and saw uh, Bernie Thunder versus Mac uh, there at Bernie ISD, correct? Yes, yes. Uh, Coach Augie Mendez and I decided to uh, uh, ditch the family for a little bit you know, and, uh, <laughs> and head on out to, to, to Bernie and, uh, and watch their, their first uh, uh, game of the season. Um, you know, the, the Hart division is uh, 
is taking a big hit. Yeah, these poor guys, um, I know they're itching to play. So we wanted to go out there and, and, and get a chance to see Bernie and see Mac and, 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 and uh, you know, get a chance to see some soccer. And it, it, was, it was an entertaining match. Little nerds from both teams, you know, from their first season. And, and um, you know, so um, we didn't do any scouting because we don't play in their division. But, sure. Um, yeah, it was nice to go out there and, and, and get a chance to, to sit in the stands instead of sitting on the bench giving directions. So. Get to enjoy some soccer for once, right? Yeah. Now, Definitely. what was the final result? Was 2-0 to zero in that game? Uh, yes. Bernie Thunder? Yes. Bernie yes. Thunder victory. Grab the three points, 2-0. So that was their first match of the season. Uh, you know, obviously getting those three points. So, But as you mentioned, you guys are playing in a different conference. Y'all are playing down there with the uh, Houston teams who last year, would you say it's fair to say, were really the more competitive teams in y'all's division when it was all combined? Um, yeah. Uh, never going to make a liar, Scott. I'd say it's fair to say that. Um, you know, uh, like I stated uh, in, in previous shows, that um, uh, the, one of the, re the reasons why we did it, and, uh, you know, we just wanted to keep our boys uh, on their toes and get them out of their comfort zone, and, and it's working, man. It's working. So, um, you know, lot, there's a lot of season left. So, sure. But uh, right now, we're, we're happy to be in the position that we're in right now. Very true. Yeah, it is very early still in the season. Um, you know, last night you guys had some better weather, I think, than I did on a Friday evening. It was still humid and hot. Last night it was a little bit cool, kind of perfect weather for a uh, soccer match. Um, today we also had Trinity University. Todd, did you were you able to find the result of that game? Trinity cruised to an easy 7-0 victory over Johnson and Wales. Um, lopsided as crazy. Trinity had 50 shots on goal to Johnson and Wales, five, 22 of those on target to only Jeez. two, 16 corners to zero, um, six different goal scorers. Um, yeah, they're, they've started the season 4-0 in the conference, 6-0-1 overall, um, New rankings haven't been out, but they're right currently number nine. But this has got to definitely <laughs> help them move up, probably. Um, they got we we've talked about them a couple times in the last couple of weeks, but we haven't mentioned the name Andrea Katspati. Uh He got his fourth goal of the year of the season so far, and he added his third assist of the season, leading Trinity in both categories. Um, like they just crush Johnson and Wales, who's new to the conference. Um, they play again on Tuesday away at Shriner, um, and they got three matches this week, Tuesday, Friday, and Sunday all-away games. Yeah, well, and I know I heard from uh, Phil Winyas Jr.'s dad. Uh, he's dealing with a quad injury, so we've had him on the show before, uh, you know, interviewing him and talking to him about Trinity graduated from Stevens high school. So obviously wishing him a speedy recovery as well, but uh, coach Rex wrote, let's give you the floor. I know you said that you had some uh, exciting news that you wanted to announce what's going on uh, in the world of Samba. Well, um, I appreciate that. Yes. Uh, we, uh, as you know, um, we've been uh, around for going into our second year now. And um, when I put this, uh, nice little baby product together. I've, it's always been about promoting um, soccer in San Antonio, helping soccer as much as possible in San Antonio and, and providing an outlet for, for uh, the male players to be seen. Um, so uh, with that in mind and keeping with the same formula and the same goal, same philosophy, 
Um, Samba FC San Antonio has decided to throw their hat into another ring, and we will have a WPSL team. Wow. That is awesome news. Yes, uh, we will uh, start 2019. So uh, it's uh, something that we've been thinking about for a couple months now, and uh, we're excited about it. Um, you know, it's uh, uh, soccer here uh, for, for women's soccer here in San Antonio is, is huge, and we want to be part of it. Um, so um, that's uh, another reason, another outlet to give the, the female players um, a chance to be seen. And, um, you know, with the, with the development and the, and the type of um, formula that we provide to the men's, uh, why not that we decided to go with the women's? Now, one thing I'm, I was just going to say, one thing I'm kind of curious about, will they keep the uh, same nomenclature kind of like uh, Liga Feminel, where it's just kind of like the female version of Samba, or have you given any thought to that yet? Um, not, not, not much thought about that yet. Um, but, uh, we decided that um, the name, the Samba FC San Antonio will stay the same for the men's and for the women's. Okay. Um, the colors will remain the same. Um, and uh, so uh, the only difference is, is that one will be a men's team and one will be a women's team. Um, awesome. Sticking to the branding, uh, I think that's been a, a huge uh, step. Uh, if we look down south of the border with Liga MX uh, Femenil and also with uh, in Europe. I mean, that's basically what most of the Europe teams do. It's uh, they have an arsenal and they have a women's arsenal, and that's yes. that's um, you know keeping the fan base. It's a good it's a good marketing and, and it's a good um, you know people are already familiar with samba and, and they're gonna attract more fans like that. That's smart. I hope so. You know uh, what would be really great is is, is it's unfortunate that PSL doesn't play year round. I mean think about it. It'd be nice to have a double header of the women's playing first, and then you got the, the men's following right after that. So. Yeah. But uh, you know, WPSL is, is is a summer league. It's a uh, it's three months, um, perfectly because the boys, uh, the men are, are are resting around that time. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's going to be year-round soccer for Samba FC San Antonio and bringing it here to to, to here to, to the Alamo City. Nice. Will you be at Wheatley for for the women as well, or? Glad you asked that. Um, I was about to say yes. Uh, the women's team, WPSL. So Samba FC San Antonio team will practice and will play their home games at Whitley Heights Sports House. That's awesome. That's really exciting news. Big year for women's soccer with the possibility of four clubs. Yeah, well, you know, uh, I did, I contacted WPSL and um, they uh, I got a phone call back uh, 48 hours um, from them and they said that, uh, you know, knowing that uh, you have uh, Alamo playing next year uh, and um, uh, then you had uh, obviously um, – um, blossoms mm-hmm. uh, playing this year and possibly coming back next year. Um, they said that um, they, they said no problem. We'd love to have Samba FC uh, in the WPSL. So uh, we got the okay from from them. And uh, that being said, we're moving forward. We're going to be holding our first tryouts. Uh, we're shooting for the first weekend in November, which is uh, November. Third or fourth, if I'm not mistaken, it's a Saturday and Sunday. We plan to hold one uh, one tryout. Then we'll probably and hold another tryout um, during the holidays in December, during the Christmas holidays, and then uh, possibly, if needed, a, a last minute tryout in um, around, I would say, probably around February. 
So do you have a group of girls kind of that have come to you and like you've seen some interest in this where you saw a need that you could address or where, where do you think that the majority of your players are going to come from just like all over? Um, you know, uh, I, I'm hoping they come from all over. I mean, with the emphasis that the reason where we're doing this is, 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 is to develop um, local talent. Sure. Like we're doing it. Developing local talent here for the on, on the girls side. You know, we're gonna we're gonna be looking for obviously um, uh, college players um, and then also um, um, talented um, high school players, senior players. Um, we have uh, had some interest already given to us by uh, quite a few players. Sure, uh, who are interested in, in in coming aboard and being part of Samba. Um, so you know, we 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 kind of put the hook out there, you know, and and, and try to see know who, what, how things were going to bite and and it was if it was positive or negative you know and, and so far it's been very positive um and i think what definitely helped us uh to to reach that goal of being positive is is, is how well um the men's team has, has been around and doing things and we've been around for a couple of years um um you know growing and things so um that's basically what most of the players the female players told us that you know we've heard of samba we've heard of the men's and, and if if you're if you're planning to, to, to develop and, and have that same structure, we would definitely be interested in, in, in playing uh, for the WPSL, uh, WPSL team that we're going to have. So for those of you just tuning in, uh, Coach Rexroad just announced that Samba FC will have a women's team in the WPSL in 2019. Obviously, yeah. as you mentioned, the reputation with the men's program doing well, I'm sure there's relationships there and things like that, you know, with the players, and so they will come. But that's very exciting, and, and congratulations on that. I know that's something that probably wasn't easy to uh, throw on top of an already crowded dinner plate. So, yeah, congratulations. Well, what I, I want to know, though, Scott, is my announcement bigger than yours? Uh, let's see here. So, Senior <laughs> Frogs in the uh, Sunday Co-Ed League took home the second place uh, medal. There was a little trophy um, about yay high. Um, but yeah, no, if, if we would have won, I think I had you coach Rex road. So we're going to have to shoot for first place. That's that's a great accomplishment. (laughs) It doesn't matter, you know, the level, what we're doing here. It's, it's always been the emphasis. The goal is to promote and and help San Antonio soccer. Yeah. um, You know, it's, it's, uh, I know we, we see our, our senior team, SFC struggling, doing things and stuff like that, but you know what? I mean, uh, it's it's just as long as we we, we keep the sport going uh, uh, here in San Antonio and helping and, and helping it grow, and and taking our local talented kids, you know, and, and give them that opportunity. It's to me that's that's a big plus. So um, you know, it's 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 nice to to uh, to to be part of that growing um, soccer uh, development and sport here for San Antonio. I mean, if you if you go back a couple years. Uh, when we were not around, it was just strictly SAFC, mm-hmm. you know, Back and then in a couple of years, things just started growing and we came aboard and then you had the women's team coming aboard, uh, with, you know, uh, with, uh, Athenians was the first, uh, uh, women's, uh, professional team, uh, some are pro team. Here in San Francisco. And it, it just starts snowballing that everybody's realizing that, Hey, you know what, it's let's, let's do something about this. So uh, we're happy to be part of this and, 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 and give an opportunity to the women. So. Well, let's do a let's do a final round here with uh, Coach Rex Road. Any any other questions or anything like that we have before we let you go? But thank you so much for coming on and sharing that with us and letting us be the platform for that announcement. That's really cool news. So again, uh, well, congratulations. Yeah. But 
Uh, Jose, did you have anything else that you wanted to uh, ask or any other final questions? No, just basically, I probably share the same views as the other guys over here. Um, and it's great, you know, like like we've said, these new teams that have been added to the UPSL this season, it's more soccer, more opportunities for players to be seen. And now on the women's side, uh, Samba bringing in this team is uh, more opportunities for the women's side. Um, you know, um, I know we had, um, uh, I forgot his name, the, the runners uh, coach. Mason Rankin. Uh, uh, yeah, and, and he, and he uh, talked about, you know, uh, there's talent out there that just sometimes you just don't have the connection to be seen uh, and you need an outlet and uh, this is a great enough. This is a great outlet. Thank you. Thank you. Absolutely. And, and I, know, I know for me, like I said here, I think, you know, and this is something that Todd's mentioned that, you know, the, the, the South and the East side is kind of underserved, um, but, you know, by the community here. And I think, <laughs> Uh, with Samba, you know, stepping in, I think it kind of helps fills that gap. So that way, no matter where you're at in the city, you know, you're going to be able to have eyes. You're going to be able to have options, you know, when it comes to the semi-pro team. So I'm super excited about that. And, Good. you know, for the city, you know, for men's and women's, you know, it just, it just shows that, you know, how San Antonio is really a soccer city. Um, you know, and, and to me, that's a great thing for us. Yeah, no complaints here, that's for sure. Uh, looks like we just lost Gordino. I'm sure he'll be jumping back on here in a second. But, again, Coach Rex wrote, thank you so much. Uh, really appreciate you coming on with us. And we look forward to uh, seeing what you've got going here in the uh, UPSL and following you guys throughout the remainder of the season. Thank you. I appreciate it. Um, and I appreciate you guys having me on again and, 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 and you and, you know allowing me to use your platform to make an announcement uh, about this. Uh, you guys have been, uh, you know, I'll go on record. You guys have been really good to us. Um, and when I said, hey, you know what, uh, press release after talking about this will come out tomorrow. But everything has been announced today on your platform. And, no, you know, I've always wanted to do that. Say, hey, why not? Let's just do, <laughs> you know, your platform and, and get it out there and get your viewers out there to listen. So we're happy. Uh, in the next couple of days, we uh, will make an announcement. Uh, we'll have a press release out on the coach for our WPSL team. Awesome. Um, and we're very, uh, very happy um, that, uh, uh, you know, he will be part of this. Uh, he's very well known in the soccer uh, uh, community. Um, also very well known in the, in the women's game as well. So we, there was no brainers uh, of, 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 of not having this gentleman, this coach be part of it. Um, love to tell you the name right now, but. Um, well, <laughs> one thing at a time, one thing at a time. We'll, we'll keep yeah. an eye out for that news. Uh, definitely excited to hear that announcement. We'll be sure to share that, obviously, whenever that's announced. But again, thank you so much. Congratulations. And we look forward to continuing to watch you guys in the UPSL. Hey, thank you, guys. I appreciate it. Keep doing what you do. It's 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 beautiful, man. And, and, and you know, it's it's I love it. So. Uh, you know, I just want to, uh, we have another away game, you know, we're heading yeah. out again to Houston to play against Imperial FC. Uh, that game is on a Sunday, by the way, uh, mm -hmm. we're heading out there Sunday for a three o'clock game. So we've been having some people, uh, some of our fans join us, um, and not a lot, but we, they're, they're faithful. And, uh, so I'm looking forward to seeing our fans, um, out there, you know, and we'll be back at Whitley Heights, uh, on October 27th after all these road trips about time october yeah. 27th circle it on the calendar seven so we will be back at home see our fans at home and and let me tell you uh we're getting a little homesick <laughs> we're a little homesick uh you know um but uh if this rain continues we're going to be a lot more homesick because it's going to take even longer to get back home and play so. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's definitely 
I think if you get a couple more points, I think if at the start of the season, if you said, hey, on this five-game road streak, you would have eight, nine points, you know, or oh, actually, yeah. uh, well, yeah. you got three at home first, but if you pick up another six points or so on the road out of these five, six to nine points, I think you would take that because especially after last year where, you know, there were some struggles on the road. Uh, like I said here. You just to bring that up, didn't you? I we're talking about 2018. <laughs> hey, I'm just going by what he said uh, on the preview of the season here. Uh, when did he come home with some points, and he's already coming home with points. So that's yes, that's that was the goal. You know, the goal is we got one or three. We'll take the three. So uh, that's the goal. But then again, you know what? It doesn't stop there. Right. We, can, we keep raising we can the bar. All the points away, but we could come home and choke, and we don't want to do that. Yeah. We keep rolling. So. Well, there you have it. Samba FC with some success on the road. We're going to get into some San Antonio FC news and uh, their lack of success, I guess you could say, on the road. But again, <laughs> Coach Rex wrote, thank you so much for joining us. We look forward to speaking with you again soon. Thank you, guys. Thank you very much to your listeners, and have a good night. And, you know, let's um, root for SFC. We want them in the playoffs. So I mm -hmm. uh, appreciate it. And Samba FC San Antonio 2019 WPSL, man. We're That's it. To it. Thank you. To it. Thank you, guys. Appreciate Adios, it. Coach. Bye-bye. So that was Coach Rexroat with some uh, Samba news and some WPSL news. Wasn't uh, expecting that to uh, take wow. place. Yeah. That Crazy. Was, that was not what I was expecting to hear. We thought we were going to have a new head coach for San Antonio FC, but I guess that's not the case. <laughs> Didn't seem like he was very interested in it either. <laughs> Cordino throwing me off here, leaving, coming back, having to move names around, but we're oh, back. No, you're good, man. I'm, I'm glad you're here. We're back, though, and uh, some San Antonio FC news, obviously. Uh, didn't get the result that we wanted on the road. Todd, why don't you take us into it a little bit? <laughs> What's there really to take into? Uh, let's see. Before the match even started, started with the lineup. <laughs> yeah, they, they posted that lineup, and I'm pretty sure I'm not the only one that was completely puzzled by the five changes. Um, well, we had talked about a little bit about Bryant possibly, you know, traveling up there. Obviously, a couple people traveled up there for the game. And uh, so I was kind of excited to see him get the start, Gordon on the bench. But then, you know, you had Escalante on the bench. You had, what, Murphy and Seth in the starting 11. Not so, Seth. Not no, Seth. not Seth. Murphy. Okay, just Murphy. So, I mean, it was kind of a – You had Maxi, the, Maxi. the guy that, you know, we love. You know, that we were complaining that he was coming on for 30 minutes. He played all 90. Go figure. I, I love Maxi. Get. I just don't like Maxi as the 65th-minute sub. So I, I don't like it. Well – it's the biggest game of the year. He's not. You can't tell me Pekka. You know, he's better than Pekka. If you have Pekka and Ward back there, I don't think you miss a big step compared to Lopez and 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 uh, Pekka. It just. What did you think when you first saw the starting eleven, Jose? I mean, kind of. Um. I mean, it's like it's the biggest game of the season so far. You know, everything's on the table. Playoff implications. And you're setting up another lineup change. I mean, and we saw we saw it in the game. There's no team play. Yeah. Um, you can't get team play if you keep switching players game in and game out. So, you know, I mean, I w once that line out, like you said, we were a little bit hopeful be uh, early in the morning when you guys did the podcast, and I was too. But after that lineup came out, man, I'm like, what's going on? Are we not trying to win this game? That's my feeling. 
Yeah, and it was basically Elvis really on the, on that when that lineup came out. And it's not that to me, it's the end of the season. Yeah, I know they played on Wednesday. It was 80 degrees, so it's not like it was 110, 90, super muggy in St. Louis. You know, further it was it was a beautiful night for soccer. How you don't put your best team out on a must-win game? I don't understand that. Yeah, no, it was. I agree I with thought, you. Yeah, I thought St. Louis dominated it, but when I actually went back and looked at the statistics for the match, it was fairly even. No, it wasn't. I know the statistics were, but statistics: fifty-one percent possession to forty-nine total shots, nine for San Antonio, ten for St. Louis. But shots did you see where the shots five. were though? The shots, shots on from outside the box. Shots on target for San Antonio were five to only four for St. Louis. Well, it's not hard when you're shooting it right in the middle of the goaltender's belly. You know, passing efficiency, 79%, 79%. Statistically, we were right there. Unfortunately, that 51% possession, 100% of that possession almost was freaking in our half of the field. So it was what's, what's, what's been Scott's main thing? Uh, possession with a purpose. And, and there was none, man. I did not see no creative, creative. Um, you know, if we run down player by player, uh, Murphy, shit, I forgot he was playing. Yeah, yeah, I forgot he was playing. Uh, Lance Lang, um, you know, he had one shot and one good free kick. Uh, Bryant, I mean, he's young. Um, you know, can't put pretty put much on him, but his role behind the striker and the attacking. Uh, midfielder uh, position is to create chances is a number 10 he did not create chances um but again he's young so i, I don't want to put too much blame on him elizondo he's not in form man he's been out most of the season um ward i forgot he was on the field as well maxi you know i mean he he hustles a lot i'm not gonna i'm not gonna put that he doesn't hustle he hustles but he keeps losing balls um his passes were were inaccurate you know that's why he's a sub and he's not a starter he has to work on that uh, Cochran, I mean, he did his job, you know. Yeah. Hernandez, Hernandez, what the fuck? Hernandez, um, Sip, Sip, uh, you know. Uh, See, I, I thought Sip played well. Well, he, he plays well, but with when the, around you, you have a supporting cast that's not supporting. Yeah. It's, it can happen. Uh, King, you know, um, it wasn't his best game. It wasn't his worst, but, you know, it's, it's an average performance. Cardoni. So, <laughs> you know, if you go down the line, it, it, the, the, like you, like everybody said, the team, this lineup was not set up to win this must-win match. I was going to ask you about Elizondo, actually, because I thought he looked just a little timid. He doesn't really look like the Elizondo that we saw last season. Like you say, obviously, he's been out a lot, and uh, he's always kind of back and forth with injuries, and that, that'll make you a little bit nervous. But even last game, I thought – he played a lot better than what we saw uh, last night. But what about you, Todd? He gets hurt every time he gets bumped. Of course he's going to play a little timid. You know, you're missing most. It was this year and last year. When you're out more than you're playing because of injury, you know, you hold up. And it shows. It was yep. disappointing. Will made a comment about the broadcast, and I have to agree. That thing almost put me to sleep. I don't know why there was no field new, uh, noise or anything like that. It was like just quiet in the box for the whole 90. Because well, it was somebody from Tampa announcing. Broadcast. 
They oh, there. it was proxy. Gotcha. Okay. But I... then again, so was the RGV Seattle match last night um, because I watched it today. That was remotely broadcast. One of the broadcasters was broadcasting from Detroit because he's the one that does Detroit City's FC's matches. And they still piped in the – they still had the crowd noise mics. And I know, I know the Luligans. I know the Luligans make noise. So, the, the atmosphere there, I have a feeling was, you know, you know, maybe not be Toyota Field, but it's a whole lot bigger than what's an RGV. And they make cool scarves. So if any Luligan has one of those Mad Hatter scarves, send it my way. <laughs> this guy's hey, always looking for merch. Free stuff. Hey, uh, <laughs> badass. Now that you guys mentioned that it was uh, being uh, called from from Tampa. Um, it was kind of weird that they made a comment that they were like, yeah, the, the saying hooligans, or, or, or I don't know what they're called. Um, yeah, yeah. They're, they're kind of quiet tonight. Well, yeah, because you have the audio <laughs> of the game, guy. Come on. <laughs> we can't hear them. Yeah, because you're sitting in an office, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> okay, but what about the – we talked about the starting lineup. Mm -hmm. We lost 2-0. What about those substitutions? You're the expert on substitutions, man. You let us know. So, uh, who the fuck makes a sub in the 94th minute when you're down by two? Yeah, that, that didn't make a whole lot of sense to me. And, you know, I think there was a lot of concern. I, and I think that's where sometimes the concern over Coach Powell comes in is it's not necessarily what they're doing and the decisions that he's making off the field. It's more things like that, like subbing in the 94th minute when you're down by two. You know, unless somebody's injured or something like that, why are you taking them off? It makes no sense. Especially when you're down a man. It, it didn't make any sense. To me, to me, my whole issue. So he waited till the 69th minute. Mm -hmm. He did a like for like with Gordon coming on for Elizondo, which I didn't have a problem. Mm -hmm. 77th, he did a Guzman for Murphy. Mm -hmm. Problem, like for like. Mm -hmm. We're down a goal. Why aren't we bringing somebody up from, you know, another attacking person? And, and, and I know we keep harping on this. Your best attacking per, uh, person, you know, is, is on a freaking milk carton you know, Bruce, that can come in, create some excitement, you know, in the middle. Presley, where, where was he? He didn't play the full 90 against, you know, uh, Sporting Swope. And he played 30 seconds against St. Louis. That was he, he didn't play. Well, did he play? Oh, yeah, he came in. Yeah, he's the, the fourth sub. But to me, why, why didn't you go more attacking, especially when you got down? Because as that game went on, I think if you had had a first goal early, it would have opened up the game a whole lot more. Who, you know, when it became late in the second half, whoever scored first was going to win. And you saw, you saw with St. Louis, who actually has a coach that can do substitutions, because he started parking the bus, and and you know they, they kept their what 11th clean sheet, I think, uh, on you know on the year for St. Louis. So at this point in the season, it is what it is. At this point in the season, when you're pushing for the eighth and final playoff and you're down by one, does it matter if you put everything going forward right. and win or to win? But if you lose, is there a difference between losing and ending up in ninth place at the end of the season or 11th place? Because to me, you're out of the playoffs either way, so it doesn't fucking matter. Mm -hmm. And you can't say... Yeah, you can't say he was. Oh well, we get blown out. Our our score differential is gonna come to. No, it wouldn't matter. You're not in the playoffs. Goal differential doesn't fucking yeah. matter. Yeah, yeah. we're negative seven. Everybody else is a positive, so it's still wouldn't matter. <laughs> you know, he's not gonna make needed up. to win that game. Yeah, it was plain and simple. You needed to win that game, and you know, and you know, 
to me, it was the same old coach pal. Hey, let's play for the tie. And I know that drives Todd crazy because no coach is supposed to do that. This is a perfect example of playing for the tie and, and getting burned by it, in my opinion. Yeah, well, and I mean, like I said, it all started with the starting 11. I think people started scratching their heads with that. And, I mean, the substitutions didn't make much more sense moving forward, but any I mean, good up from the, any good from the match last night? Anything. One positive. Can anyone give one? I don't got nothing. Uh, I don't know if anybody else 90, has. 94 and a half minutes. One positive. Anybody? audience yeah about to say we'll, we'll send that out there to our listeners on twitter what what positives did you, you take away from that because there is none. i mean i can't think of any so i think the big question after that match and i don't want to get into it too much because there's still three games left but coach powell and let's so let's phrase it this way do you think coach powell still has an a, a approval rating i guess so to speak with the fans here in san antonio his approval rating may be lower than Donald Trump's. No, not that low. Come on. No, I don't think so. But, I mean, with the fans that are engaged with the team, I think it has dropped a lot, especially from, from last season. You know, it's, it's, it's a whole different team. It's a whole different gameplay. I mean, it's, 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 it's like, you know, it's, it's like he does it know what he's doing i don't know I, I mean he knows what he's doing it's just i i, I don't know i have no words for it i don't know yeah, and Christopher Drew on Twitter was saying Maxi got a red. That was Mo Hernandez that got the red yeah, there. Mo Hernandez got a red. Yeah, so um but so who's out we were talking about that a little a little bit before the show. For Saint for the match against Seattle, Hernandez is out from the red card. Mm-hmm. King Elizondo is out with yellow Thank card you. accumulation and so is King. So you got those three, obviously, going to mix the next. But before we get into that match, Jose, as I mentioned earlier in the show, I know you've been crunching numbers all day. What do you have for us? Give us give us that bit of hope. You're telling me there's a chance. Gordinho. But there is a chance. There is a chance, a slim chance, but there is a chance. So right now we're sitting at 43 points. We're coming on three games coming up. If we max out, if we win these next three games, our max is 52 points. What do we? Uh, the, our destiny is not in our hands anymore. We can right. do, we can do everything we can, and then we have to ha- get help from other teams. So what? Can, what, what do we need? We, we're, if we get three wins, we're at 52 points, and if we end up at 52 points, we need three. One of these next following things needs to happen. Swope Park, they have two games left. They can only get one point because c- they're sitting at uh, 51. <laughs> right. So if they get Oh, they're sitting at 50, I'm sorry. So if they get two two points. Two ties. Yeah. If they get two ties, we're out because our goal yep. differential is horrible. Yeah. St. Louis, number seven, St. Louis, they got three games. Out of those next three games, the next possible nine points, they can only get a max of two points. They can only get two ties. If they win one, that doesn't Over. help us. Yeah. Reno, they got five games left. Damn. That's 15 points, man. Out of those 15 points, for us to qualify, they can only get five points max. And we need one of those three things to happen, either Swope Park, St. Louis, or Reno. But that's, again, if we win these next three, three games, if we max out. You know, um, like I said, our fate is not in our hands. If, if we drop any point, if we tie a game, if we lose this next game, it's different. It's practically, you know, it's it's almost a done deal. Um, 
like you put in the in the opening video, we're on a Titanic, you know. The iceberg, <laughs> the iceberg has hit the Titanic. <laughs> it is sinking. We are Jack. We need to push Rose off that we're, fucking door. We're on, we're, we're on the lifeboat. We're on the lifeboat, man. We're on the lifeboat. We're on like Jack, man. We're barely holding on. We need to get Rose off the fucking door and get on that door. Um, you know, but, but we need to win out. That, that needs to happen. We need to win out. That's obviously going to be the first challenge. Uh, I'm pulling up the uh, last few matches here for those other teams you mentioned. Todd, well, what do you think the likelihood is of that occurring? We have the easiest final three. Let's go. You know, Seattle, Las Vegas, and the Toros. Um, mm -hmm. Shouldn't have a problem winning all three. Um but it's San Antonio FC we're talking about in 2018. It's 2018. So, SAFC. Um, so Swope has Sacramento and LA Galaxy 2. Obviously, SAC, you know, a little bit better opponent uh, than LA Galaxy is in their final Galaxy two matches. Galaxy just cleaned the house yesterday against... Uh, Saint, uh, Salt Lake. No, Monarchs, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, Salt Lake. Yeah, yeah Monarchs, yeah. Six so... The Galaxy by no means is a pushover. Right. But all they, like I said, Swope needs only two One points. point, they two points. They need two ties. They need two ties. To win, they, yeah. yeah. So yeah, two ties. Like, or a win against LA. But, yeah, but they don't have the easiest schedule. They don't. They don't. No, those are two ties. I mean, I, I, that's that's a possibility. St. Louis but has you know, Phoenix. At home or on the road. And the only reason why I ask that, One, and I'll give credit to Texas Soccer Radio on this, when we faced Swope, they had seven sporting Kansas City signed players. Now, you to be fair, you know, they've they've probably all done minutes at uh you know uh, at Swope Park, but seven signed ML that, that means nothing though, because it does mean something. It doesn't it's... because I have I know a guy, like know a guy that signed with the New York Red Bulls for in his second season, hasn't seen the pitch for the New York Red Bulls yet because he's been down with Red Bulls too. You're signed to a contract, which means nothing, and then you're sent to your lower team. I know you're big on this conspiracy theory that these – It's the talent. These two – their talent is they're still sitting at the USL level and not in the MLS they're level. They're bouncing back and forth. If, if no, you're they're not. Back and forth. They're practicing with – they they're, they're practicing with the first team. But it's not playing. To answer your – Belmar's to... got 64 minutes at MLS. Big fucking deal. To answer your question, though, Harry, the Sacramento game is on the road. Uh, LA Galaxy 2 is at home. So that's the problem. If it was back in LA, it would. I think it would well, be they a can, lot tougher. They can get one draw. So, I mean, if they lose to Sacramento and tie LA and we went out, there you have it. There's one scenario. So let's take a look at St. Louis. Give me the rundown on St. Louis again, St. Jose. Louis has Phoenix at away and then home against Tulsa, and then they finish against home against Oklahoma City. But they the two points. Two points is all they can get, right? They need four points to get to the playoffs. However, in their last 13 games, they've only got two losses. And I can I guarantee out of, out of the three teams, will they get more than two points? Gonna make it is gonna be St. Louis. Will they get more than two points in these game next games? I can I can see them getting oh, yeah. two points. I mean, if they beat Tulsa or if they beat OKC, they get the three though. That's all they need is one win in three games. So okay. that Same one's a little bit there. trickier. Tulsa beat us, they beat us, so it should be a good match. Hey, that one's but a little bit Tulsa trickier. Tulsa and Oklahoma City's in St. Louis. 
Mm. Yes. And I follow quite a bit for you know from St. Louis because they're kind of my eastern team on the side. Hey, here. hey, hey, hey! You know, it's just they they they're not gonna fail. They've never been the playoffs. They've never been this close. Now it is St. Louis, and and you know they're you know it would be St. You know it would be St. Louis to to fail this close, but I, I don't see it right now. At least in the current form. Send them back to the east. That's what I say. <laughs> So we got Reno. Situation with Reno was five points in the last five games, if I remember. Yeah. yeah. Can they get five points? More than five points. More than five. So they've got RGV at home, Tulsa at home, Timbers two on the road, Phoenix on the road, and OCSC at home. That's tough. It's doable. I mean, yeah. I, 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 I don't see them having a problem getting eight points. No, I don't either. So honestly, you know, I think – How many points? Five. If they I get do. six, we're done. If they get six, we're done. And they're and those, not winning the last three. You don't they're think Timbers two? They're not beating Phoenix. Yes, oh, they're not beating Orange County. So they need so two wins. Talking about RGV and who is the other? RGV and Tulsa Roughnecks, both at home. So they win Tulsa. They talk RGV. I know we, we we like to shit on our RGV, True. but they're playing better ball than we are right now. True. I said I said it back. But when we played them before, RGV is a lot better than the record indicates. So, so t- that's our best chance. St. Reno Louis, and Swope, best chance. See, I'm thinking Swope's our best chance. I think, I think Swope's our best chance. Reno's a good. I'll, I'll, I'll go Swope, Reno, St. Louis in that order. Lock them in. Hey, uh, bringing up a good point from the chat. Um, Chris Drew says Tulsa should have been easy for us. Those Tulsa games are now kicking us in the ass. Let me go look at all the games that are kicking us in the ass right now. Yeah, we talked about Tulsa. Hey, we lost to S2. We lost to Seattle 2. I'm just saying. But Tulsa, man, we should have. And we should have beat RGV the first match. We should have beat LA earlier in the season. But but we weren't panicking back then, bro. We weren't panicking. But any of those games, I mean, you could pin it on any one of those. Hey, results in May don't matter. It's only results in September. You know that. Yeah, whoever. What said have that, you whatever, done for me lately? Whatever that that is fucking crazy because. No, let's not go there. The panic button was hit after week fucking four or five. Sorry. And we proved to be pretty much right. Last year at this time we were fighting for the number one seed. This year we're fighting for a playoff spot. Well, we're not fighting. We're not. It, what the well, fuck no, we're pretty much giving it up. So so. These next three games for us, do we win out? No. Do you guys see us winning out? Win out? Yes, we should win out. Will we win out? No. With well, the current form, yeah, our, being hopeful is all fine and dandy. But with the current form, the current system, the the current lineups that are being brought out, do we win out? Honestly. No. I don't no. I don't think we win out, but let's take it one game at a time. Let's dive into our match this weekend uh, against uh, the Seattle Sounders 2. We've got Todd's three keys to victory. Todd, start us off with numero uno. Number one, it's now or never. It's all about S2 this week. Um, you don't get a result today on Saturday, then Vegas and the Toros mean nothing. Um, so I don't care what you got to do. I don't care what your normal defensive scheme is. Fucking three in the back line, fucking eight fucking forwards. You know, like I said earlier, <laughs> like I said earlier, it doesn't matter if you it finish doesn't. ninth or eleventh. Fifteenth, not in the playoffs. <laughs> so you have to put everything, do or die. You know, it's that simple. 
you want to play another week well you'll you want another week to actually mean something you have to take the match against seattle will's wanting us to tank for a higher draft pick i think he said uh to, is that you how know, that works it's the spurs and sports entertainment so perhaps you know they're a little confused you know, <laughs> that, that's in this sport uh, Numero dos. Sure? I think it works in MLS, right? It does work in MLS. So, Jesus American Christ. soccer. But yeah, key number one, you have one match. You have to win. You know, I know some of the players tweeted it's not over. And truthfully, it's Good not song. over. But guess what? You don't beat Seattle. The last it's two over. matches, nothing. So get into number two, how they're going to beat Seattle. Number two, uh, San, Anino, San Antonio needs to take advantage of every free opportunity they get. Um, corners and free kicks are going to be key in this match. Um, we have some video that we can roll right now. Um, they don't all end up in goals, but you can see that they leave players open um, on, on the post. Um, they leave players open in the middle. They allow the second chances on those free kicks and corners. We need to take advantage of that, and that's something we haven't done all season when we've been given the opportunity. Taking advantage of the free kicks and corners, number two. Now let's roll it right on into number three and Todd's three keys to victory. Number three, we need to get behind that defense. They push a lot of players forward. Um, if we can counter, get those lob passes over, we can set up one-on-one -on -one with the goalkeeper. The video that we're about to show um, if it wasn't for some great goalkeeping, these would all be goals. But you can see how they have their men forward, how they push, and how they leave their back exposed. Yeah, some highlights that we didn't show were in the uh, Tulsa match. I saw where Tulsa got a couple goals on them that same way when I was going back through and watching how uh, the Sounders 2 play. So, yeah, you definitely have a uh, chance there to – get behind their back line. Do you think that Gordon is our guy to do that? I mean, we were talking about who has speed for San Antonio FC. Do you think he's that guy to get in behind the, that back line, Jose? Uh, definitely, man. Um, like we've all said, Gordon has a talent to do it. It's just if he wants to come out Jamaica Gordon or SAFC Gordon, you know, what Gordon's going to show up. Um, the speed, he has the speed. He has the physicality to fight for balls when he wants to. Um, another one that's pretty fast up there would probably be King. You know, we haven't seen. He's out. Um, King's out. Oh, King's out. Yellow okay. Well, His okay. Um, Presley. I guess Presley then would be the next fastest guy out there. Um, you know, if I know they've been putting him in the middle, right behind the striker. But if you put him out wide, maybe uh, he does a little bit. Um, I know Lance isn't that fast of a guy. He's more of a technical. Uh, you know. Um, guy. Lance could be the one to set those passes forward, yeah. though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Accuracy and, you know. You know what? We haven't seen that. I know we have saw this, especially in year one, um, Cochran running up and down the, the field. I don't know if it's been a system issue or it's been just him, but he hasn't been, you know, going to the end line and putting crosses as much this year. I think they defaulted more to King this year, letting yeah. King go up and you kept, you kept Cochran back a little bit more this year than, than normal. That's a he great has point. That history though, too. Mm -hmm. um, you know, if you go back, King, you know, he's been a defender since he's been a pro, but college and high school, he was an attacker. He well, yeah, I'm not saying I was wrong. Record, I, I think that's the. He's replaced that. Yeah. 
to me. It's going to be a big loss, you know, as a king. I think that's going to be one of our biggest losses this, this well, week. Gonna put, well, I'm assuming they're going to put Seth back there because that's historically what they've done, unless they're going to roll with a three back, you know, but. Three back. That'd be, I but mean. Again, three back, you're still with Hernandez out. You're true. looking at Catherine. Sip. Sip and who? Yeah, who? Because Felix is that. out. McGrath is out. Captain He rescues us, scores a goal, and, Coach. and celebrates. Hey, maybe I can bring the academy kids back in because, uh, you know, that's, you know, never mind. Hey, tell Coach Powell somebody uh, DM him on Twitter real quick because uh, well, well even, find the Academy kids. Watches the show. Yeah, find the Academy kids. That's key number four to victory uh, against Seattle. Get the ETP kids. ETP kids. Oh well, those are the three keys to victory. I mean, final thoughts. You guys think we can do it? Let's start with you, Harry. One game at a time. I think they win this game. Yes. Um, I guess my question is. Does Rafa make an appearance in this homestand? And the stretcher in this game? In, in the homestand, the stretch. Yes. You know, this game. He will. I, I, I think I, yes. I think his leadership is. Is missing. Is missing. And yep. if you're going to try to do it, I wouldn't wait till the last game. I'd bring, if he's fit. And I've heard, you know, you know. That that he is that he is practicing. Now whether he's fit or not, that's a whole separate discussion. But to me, like I said, I think that would juice up the crowd. I think that would that would put a you know that put a smile on, on the crowd, and, and and I think I think it would give a bump for you know for the team because they're gonna need a bump. You know, the, so, the the roller coaster this team's on. I don't know how they recover from this tailspin right now. Do you see him more as being like a 75th minute sub or being in the starting 11 to try and create that I spark? I think you bring him on to start because you can't wait. It's this team, you know, especially in the holes in the defense. True. You got to get one early. You can't, you can't, you can't wait because Seattle has the talent to score. You know, and no, I know they don't. no, they don't. They, 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 they have the talent to score. No. 30 goals on the season. And they only have one per David Estrada's their goal scorer. He's got ten on thirty shots, which is great. He's got a thirty-three percent conversion rating, which Gordon has a ten percent conversion rate. Let's be honest here. But after that, your next highest scorer is at four, and then it drops off to like two. They've only scored thirty. They don't have. They're not a. If they win, it's going to be a one-zero win. Yeah, well, uh, Will here says to go ahead and put him in the starting 11 and sub him out for Gordon. Um, you know, I, I, I don't mind that. I kind of like that. I, I get what you're saying of throwing him in there in the starting 11, trying to get an early goal. We haven't really seen that, though, mu too much from San Antonio FC, I don't feel like, here in these last few matches where they've really pressed high, you know, like they did in those three that they won, and just try and get one on the board quickly. It's kind of been a, a waiting game, it seems like. Well, to me, he wanted to get us a goal, though. You know what I mean? He, I know up until a few weeks ago, he was the leading goal scorer in San Antonio history. FC history. It only took three years for him to get there. Um, I love Rafa. He's not a goal scorer anymore. It, he's relying he's on the He's not a goal scorer anymore. He's not. You know, so, so why would you put him in over the Presley or the Bryant, you know, someone that's 
been out there that's fit that's not 37. It's the intangibles. The intangible right now is you need a fucking goal. Yeah, but you need to be able to get it to the forward. There's a reason why Murphy, Guzman, are MIA is because there's nobody that can get it to them. We've been saying it all year. So Rob has been here this year. Now, mind you, maybe four or five games, but he's been here. That's the point. But we weren't doing it in the beginning. When he was playing was when we were hitting the panic button to begin with. But Bryant, I love Bryant, but I, I don't think he's ready for that spot right now. I think you got to have Presley out there. Um, you know, like like I say, I'd, I'd love to see Presley out there. Uh, but I mean, we'll just have to wait and see what Coach Powell does again for the starting eleven. Eleven midfielders and I don't care who which they are. Put eleven midfielders and forwards on. Fuck the defense. Yeah. <laughs> They're not holding up very well anyways, especially without King, um, with some of the guys that we said that we were going to be missing without Mo. Um, you know, you're going to have to get on the board, I feel like, early and just start playing well, offensively. Were you impressed with Mo? No. Depends on the match. I, I was, I was. Yeah, I think, yeah. the first game he played with us. the first. I think it was the second one where he started to have some mistakes. But for the first match or two okay, matches. So, so he's been in three. You were impressed by one. One game, yeah. So you're – so there's a 66% disapproval rating. That's true. I mean, that's okay, fair. Those are Trump numbers. So, you know, my son asked me, AJ asked me, he's like, Dad, where's, Fe- where's Felix? Because Felix was USL de- uh, Team 2 last year. He's injured. All defensive. He's hurt. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming McCarthy, you know, you know is, is out with, 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 with a concussion. And, Again. And, and hope both of those, you know, feel better. Again. So that, that tells you, hey, we're really weak in the back, you know. Yep. And Ryan does a good job. Uh, to me, I'd rather put, was it Como in there, the, the young guy? And, and I know he made, made, made mistakes. But to me, I want to see the youth because I think the youth can bring that excitement, that hunger that this team needs. And, Agreed. And, that's no. I want to see the same thing out there, especially for these last three matches. Put the youth out there. Those are probably going to be the majority of the guys I feel like that you're going to bring back for next season. Uh, we'll get into that as well, you know, later on after the uh, year. That'll be another talking point. But let's go into our uh, final thoughts before this Seattle Sounders match. Todd, go ahead, man. Saturday, it's not over. All you season ticket holders, get out there. If you're not a season ticket holder. There's a free scarf. That's a nice scarf. I'm buying one for Anna. Yeah. Is that this one? It's all three of these are like scarf giveaways, I think, or two out of the three are. One's the breast cancer one, and then the other one was uh, something else, right? There's the for Hispanic Heritage Month. Yeah, that's right. And then there's a breast cancer scarf. I might, I might be mistaken on that. But go ahead. I'm sorry, Todd. Dollar beer night? I saw somebody mention that. I haven't seen San. Had San Antonio FC said that? I think that was no. Will. I, I think, think the, Will. I think the dollar. I think the dollar beer night is for the last game for uh, RGV. Um, I think they had said something about Micheladas coming back. Five dollar. Yeah. Will Will saying dollar Micheladas. I think it's five dollar Micheladas it's five. if memory wow. serves me right. Which they'll be sold out, I guess, before the start. But let's see. Last time they had that great, exciting promotion of the five dollar Micheladas, they were out by halftime. So. And if they're a dollar, they're gonna be out by. <laughs> what? Failure of the public relations of San Antonio to make a promotion and then not have enough to satisfy the need. Again, All right. We talked about it last week. Moving mm-hmm. on to Harry now. Harry, your final thoughts. Uh, like Todd, 
it's not over. You know, we're we're on the sinking ship, but there there's still a couple of lifelines out there. We need to support the team, and and regardless, it, you know, even if we are out, let's support the team because they have provided you know a lot of memories. Maybe not the best memories compared to last year. But all the players have busted their ass for us. And, and and like I said, I do think that, you know, if you're a season ticket holder, show up to the game. You know, don't don't just sit at home or, or you know, through that here. Because even though this year may not work out for us, I think, go, you know, going forward, this team, you know, I, I think can can reach the goal you know, of winning the title, you know, there's got to be some changes, you know, both in player and, you know, to me, leadership, but, uh, you know, it starts with this game here, you know, let's, you know, let, let's not see a huge drop in attendance. I expect to be, I, I unfortunately expect to see a drop in attendance, but, uh, you know, if you're a season ticket member, you paid for it, go to the game, support the team, you know, cause you know, that is important. And if you can't make the game for some reason, guess what? There's that handy transfer option where you can transfer your ticket to people. Give the ticket away. And Thomas St. George uh, says, uh, you know, to go to the tailgates, I know Mission City uh, has opened it up. I know 210 Crocketeers have opened it up with, you know, I believe they offer free beer and, uh, you know, food depending on, depending on the week. Um, and, oh, and I do want to give a shout out to, was it 210 Alliance? Food drive. The, the food drive up to there, and, and then they also have a, a contest for the team, you know, uh, for that here. Um, so if you do check 210 Alliance, because they do have, you know, some cool cool, uh, cool gifts. Um, Are they doing the Beer there. Fest? Is that what you're referring to? Is that yeah, this the game? Yeah, the Beer Fest, yes. The Beer Fest they is this game. Fest, and then they're doing a food drive. You bring with... so many cans in order to sign up. Yeah, exactly. We, we've shared the uh, sign-up sheet for that. It's just their email. So look on our social media or their social media at 210 Alliance, and you'll find that form that you need to fill out and email to them for that. So definitely, definitely. What about you, Gordino? Final thoughts, buddy? Um. I already said it. We need to win this game. Come out, um, you know. If we go down, let's go down punching. Um, it's five dollar micheladas. Let's go down partying. It's Hispanic Heritage Night. Five dollar micheladas. Post game fireworks. Extra post game party. Extra time post game party with a dollar drinks. And they're gonna have some by uh, uh, by performance after. So you know, That's let's right. make it a party, man. Let's might as well enjoy it. Make it a party. Get drunk and see what happens. Make sure you got somebody that can drive home, though. Lyft. Is that Lyft? Uber. Oh, wait. No, Lyft. 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 Excuse me. Excuse Lyft. me. Come on, Scott. Lyft. Lyft. <laughs> the official spot. Hey, they don't sponsor <laughs> us. Yeah. Maybe we can Maybe we can holler at Uber and just, like, get yeah. that competition going. But, uh, <laughs> no, as always, guys, it's been fun. We'll see you out there on Saturday night. Uh, my final thoughts again. place but this is the san antonio soccer roundtable we out